Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. You may not could have heard that sound, but all my brains just fell in the floor. That means all mm. the papers I've got, uh, all my notes. So I'll wow. pick them up all in your a brains. Yeah, Gross visual image. Yeah, Thank well, you. I'm just trying to tell you. You know, that's that's. I'm only as good as what Trey puts on paper, and then I then I copy it, it off, and I'm thinking, boy, how smart I am. And the next thing I know, the paper falls in the floor. But it's a good thing you said your paper because, like Trey said, that's a visual image when you say your brains just fell out on the floor. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, stuff yeah. like, okay. Uh, that's a, that, I thought that was an accurate description of what mm. I was talking about. You did, huh? Uh, Trey, another honor, so to speak, for uh, Arkansas junior running back Rocket Sanders watch list for the Doak Walker Award. What kind of numbers? Now, he is coming off, Rocket's coming off, a 1,443-yard season a year ago, 10 touchdowns. What kind of numbers does he have put up McFadden type of numbers? Uh, school record, 1,647 yards in 2006, and he came back the next year with 1,830 yards what kind of numbers do you think it's going to take for the rocket to win the doak walker award so b john robinson won it last year and i mean his numbers weren't that much better than rockets 1500 yards 1580 yards looking at it right now 18 touchdowns 6.1 yards per carry i mean he kind of Put, obviously, you know, had, had a few good seasons, back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. So, you know, that puts you on the radar, which Rocket should be. But, I mean, what what's the difference in, in you know, Bijan and his numbers versus what Rocket did? If Rocket had stayed healthy, he probably would have eclipsed those numbers. So, uh, having a name like Rocket Sanders is going to help. Mm-hmm. It's a... It's a fun name to say, and it's a, a recognizable one. I used to always say about Bumper Pool, if you ever made 100 tackles, he'd be all SEC because of the name. So, I mean, if he if he matches what he did last year or maybe does just slightly better, then I, I've got to imagine he's in the conversation, isn't he? Why wouldn't he be? I would think so. I mean, as long as Arkansas is winning. How many games did Texas win last year? Weren't they like seven and five? Something like that. Yeah, I don't think they were great. I really don't care yeah. to remember, but I think seven and five. I think that's right. So, is this tied in as it is with the Heisman tray? Is this particular award tied in with team success? I mean, there went. I, the only award that I think should be tied in with team success is coaching awards and quarterback awards. That, to me, those two awards should be tied in with overall team success. And otherwise, I mean, you know, a defensive end is going to have an impact on a game. Is he going to – he can't have as big an impact generally as a quarterback can. So, to me, 
you know, I don't I don't think that it should be tied in. I mean, if a guy goes for 2,000 rushing yards in a season and he's on a four-win team, I think that's still pretty notable and should definitely be a candidate for the award. And in fact, I'm pretty sure we've seen guys like that. Uh, there's an Iowa State back several years ago who went for well over 2,000 yards, and I don't know that their team was very good, and I believe he won it. All, All right, guys, this Texas Texas was eight and five last eight year. Eight and they five. Lost, eight and five. Lost their bowl game. Yeah, lost their bowl game. So they're eight and four regular season. Yeah. So they were probably they were probably ranked going into that bowl game then. Could have been. Yeah. All right, Trey. This was practice number five. Is that right? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's there's still a long way to go, but at this particular pause. What has impressed you, and what areas do you feel like needs maybe even extra emphasis? Mm-hmm. Well, the defensive line has been impressive. I've just mentioned time and again, it's just to see one guy after another roll out of there, just like just a big, experienced veteran guy uh, on the defensive line, and it's it's a lot of them. So that's definitely been an area that stood out to me. I like some of the pieces they have at cornerback with snacks and. Uh, Dwight McLaughlin and Jaheim Singletary, Keon Stewart, all guys that have stood out. I just wonder how they're going to move things around. Uh, I think it will probably – I think they're probably talking about that kind of stuff today. You know, what are we going to do? What are we going to look at in the secondary? Because right now, if you look at the starters, it's it's Jaden Johnson, it's Hudson Clark uh, at the safety spots. That's fine. It's not, it's not good, though. It's not – to me, that's not – to me, they have – better players than what what Jaden Johnson and you know what he showed us last year I thought he took a step back from his freshman year I agree so I would like to see a little bit more competition at the safety spot and to me that means probably moving somebody over and I think what we'll eventually see and possibly as early as you know maybe it'll be after this first scrimmage also but I think we're eventually going to see Al Walcott move in there and it'll be Hudson Clark and Al Walcott at safety that's what I think eventually will happen I think Lorando Johnson makes the most sense to move to nickel just based on, you know, his build, aggressiveness, how difficult that position is to play. They call it the hog. Um, you got to be able to do a lot of different things playing the nickel spot in, in this current age. So I like Lorando Johnson, Snacks Johnson there. And then, I mean, the cornerback spot should be in pretty good shape with uh, with Nudie, with – Keon Stewart with Jaheim Singletary, with Jalen Braxton, Ladarius Bishop. So that's, I mean, I think that's basically what we're looking at right now. Like what's going to happen in the secondary is going to cause, it's going to, there's going to need to be some, some movement. Um, you know, Nickel, Jalen Lewis is, is rolling with the first group there now. I like Jalen. I think he's got potential. But, you know, I just talked about how difficult I think that spot is to play. And he's a redshirt freshman. You know, he doesn't have, you know, a lot of experience yet. Obviously, didn't play last year, redshirted. Uh, is he one of the five best defensive backs on this team? I don't think – not right now he's not. I don't think so. So, you know, let's – shake. and that is nothing against Jalen Lewis. He's just a redshirt freshman. You know, he's his time can come. But I, I feel like they need to move somebody else over there and, you know, compete. A guy that's going to take that nickel job. So, that's that would probably be the area that – 
you know, I think needs to, to see some shake up. And, you know, if you're flipping over to the offense, I think they've got the right pieces on the offensive line there, the right individuals. Uh, it's just about, you know, continuing for Kudas to continue to get better and, you know, get some more reps and strap on full pads tomorrow and, you know, start going down that path. And that's, that's, I, th- I think they'll be okay there. I don't know, I don't know yet if it's going to be a great offensive line or not. Um, I do feel encouraged by Manuel on the left side, the progress he's made. And, you know, at, at wide receiver, it's just a matter of, like, who are the guys? Who's going to go out there first? Because I think they, they have enough guys to do a pretty steady rotation. So, But to answer your question, D-line jumped out. And uh, secondary, what are they going to do back there? It's not it's not too terribly different than, you know, what I expected <laughs> hmm. from, from, from day one. Well, this is along the line of um, Jaden Johnson, because I'm I'm as puzzled as anybody. Because I I when he played, uh, particularly in the game against Penn State, uh, I thought this is a baller. This is going to be a yeah. player. And uh, this from the five zero one, actually it's B from Mabelville. So that uh, we don't have anyone, that's in capital letters, that can beat out Jaden Johnson. If he is a starter, we have the same problem we had last year. Was that sent after I started talking or before? <laughs> well, it came at 517. That's when I got it. Okay, so probably right as I was ta- saying that. Here's the deal, though. Al Walcott is going to end up starting at safety. I fully believe that. If it's not safety, then he's going to start at nickel. And the thing that Pittman isn't going to do, even if he knows a guy has the talent to to start, is he's not going to roll him out first day of practice with the first group if he's a transfer. It's still going to be an earn-your-spot deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can remember back with John Ridgway and all those defensive linemen who ended up starting the transfers from Missouri, Trey Williams, uh, Mark Elutzi, all those guys are third team coming out of the gate uh, in, in fall camp. Now, Walcott was here in the spring, but he was injured all spring and didn't practice at all. So I think it's, you know, we're eventually going to see Walcott move into that spot. So I do of, believe Ridgeway didn't even start the first game of, well, of the regular season. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Yeah. I had that's the only reason. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. He was back the next game. Yeah, he was. He bounced <laughs> right back. This, this from Adam for our, from our Escher Ricker Service Company live feed feedback. Trey, can you discuss the defense and do you see any improvement from Barry Odom to Travis Williams? And do you think KJ Jefferson will be a top ten draft pick in the NFL draft next season? Save those because I just had I just kind of had a thought I wanted to expound on that uh, on that uh, Ridgeway deal because Ridgeway missed that first game and he comes from you know small Division two school. What do you think that center for Texas thought when that dude came trying out? <laughs> like, who is this guy? So the defense, do I think they'll be improved? I sure hope so. I I, I think they have reason to. I mean, I think the defensive line is better than it was last year. Linebacker, I don't know that it's better than last year because I don't think there's a third-round NFL draft pick out there. But I do think that, you know, top to bottom, man, one through nine, it's it's a better group of linebackers than they had last year. So I think they can keep them healthier. Uh, you know, 
yep, Bumper got banged up last year. He had to play a lot. And, you know, they pretty much did a three-man rotation. It wasn't even as freely done as it was the year before until later in the year. But Drew Sanders was banged up, you know, just from, you, You'd like to play fewer snaps and get those guys through the season longer, so I think that should benefit them at linebacker. And I just I can't imagine the secondary, you know, being the worst in the country again. Now I'm not saying it's going to be top 25. <laughs> I don't even know if it'll be top 50, but 133rd. There are 133 teams this year. I just I've got to imagine that they're going to be better in the secondary with with the work that they've done and you know some of the the depth they've established, but. I don't, I don't, I'm not ready to say, like, it's going to be a really good secondary, but is it going to be an average one? Can they be average? Can you be average? That's all anybody's asking secondary, just be average and let's take you a pretty good leap forward. Just be average. So, But, uh, but Trey, I, I think you're circling back, though, in one regard to what the real issue is, and it's the issue at safety because right. uh, this is another uh, post on our – uh, Asher Record Service Company Life in Feedback. Reed says, if we're counting on Hudson Clark, we are in trouble. Lack of speed is still going to be glaring. Yeah, I mean, Hudson's not an NFL player. And I think he was USA Today all SEC though, last year. But uh, he's not an NFL player. But he's a good enough player. He's not a great player. He was far far from Arkansas's biggest problem in the secondary last year. But all anybody wanted to talk about was Hudson Clark, especially this time last year when I said over and over again, Hudson Clark is not the biggest problem they have in the secondary. I'm not going to name a bunch of names or anything, but <laughs> it just wasn't. And, you know, still Hudson Clark, Hudson Clark this, Hudson Clark that. He has put on 12 pounds, which I think will help him at safety. I think safety is a much better fit for him than cornerback was. Absolutely. Before. Speed reasons is part of it, mainly like recovery speed. I think that's been an issue of his. Um, but, no, he's not an NFL player. Is he a capable player out there? Yeah. Would you love to have an NFL, two couple of big NFL safeties back there? Sure. Sure. But it's just kind of like, you know. But he's playing against NFL type of talent, though, Trey. He's competing. A lot of times. Yeah. yeah. Not exclusively, but. Yes, he's playing against yeah. SEC players who are all very good. So, uh, I mean, it's just kind of one of those deals where this is what you got. Again, I'm sitting here saying, like, surely the secondary can be average. I'm not sitting here saying, like, oh, they're going to be really good. You know, they're going to be they're going to be top 25 or something. But that's what people will will hear me say. And, um, you know, it's just kind of the way it goes in this business. But. Uh, you know, they've got Hudson Clark, they've got Al Walcott back there. They've got, they need Jaden Johnson to step up and, and, you know, play more to his potential. I, I think that, I, again, I just think he took such a big step back last year. And they've got a few other guys back there. Um, you know, TJ Metcalf is a guy that I think will come along as a freshman. But it's just not, they needed another stud to pop into the transfer portal in the spring. And it just, the guy wasn't there. He just wasn't there. And so this is what they got. They've got a lot of – I think they've got a lot of really solid corners and, you know, potentially a couple of NFL corners, potentially. Um, I think McLaughlin will be one next year, and we'll see about anybody else. Uh, but, yeah, it's just what they got at safety right now. And Walcott's a pretty good player. Walcott had 80 tackles last year for Baylor. He was second on the team. I think he was first or second in – 
tackles for loss last year, too, at Baylor with 10. They had the second-best pass defense in the Big 12. You may say the Big 12 doesn't play defense. Maybe that's true. But uh, you know, I think he's a quality addition, and I think he'll eventually start. And I think it'll be Hudson and Alphaheem Walcott. I think Lorando Johnson in the slot. And then I think you're talking, you know, Jaheim Singletary, Keon Stewart, uh, Nudie McLaughlin, Jalen Braxton, uh, Ladarius Bishop. I think that's a pretty solid group of corners. You need to stay healthy at safety, though. And obviously they didn't last year. All right, Trey, I'm going to combine these two together just uh, out of time. How's Mbake doing? And then what about Dominic Johnson? Dominic looks a lot better to me than he did when he came in three weeks late last year. You know, he wasn't with the team during fall camp. Uh, He looked chunky to me last year. He's still listed at the same weight. But it's it's he's carrying it different. It's a different kind of weight. Uh, so he looks better. They're still taking it slow with him. He's still got the brace on his knee. They're still, you know, bringing him along at a slow pace. But I think that he'll, I think that he'll play this year. I mean, he's got the talent. The thing I like about Dominic is he just he always seems to be just out of reach from you. You know, he's not like pulling away, but he's just like. You know, he makes a cut that's just just enough, you know. So uh, I always like that about him. Um, and the other player that he asked about, Randy? Mbake. Bake. Yeah, it's just Bake. The M Bake. is a silent okay. M. Uh, Bake is, man, like out of all the people that aren't getting talked about that are having a really good camp, Sam Bake. Sam Bake might be the top guy. Uh, you know, he's a former four-star wide receiver, 6'3", 205 or so. He's a good-looking He's a good-looking wide receiver, good-looking young wide receiver, and nobody's really talking about him. I saw him had a 68-yard touchdown bomb uh, the other day with James Singletary covering him. Did you sleep in this morning? No, I didn't. I had Eric.